Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the most fabulous cake baking podcast on the internet, Cake Lords. Today, we have a very special guest, Ryan. Hello! How are you? I'm good! Now, I've heard that you've brought a very special recipe with you today. Is this true? It is true! And you want to share it with all of our listeners? Yes, I do! So please, I'm dying of anticipation. Please tell me what is what this recipe is. What, what makes it so fantastic? So if you like red velvet cake... I do. We absolutely love... That's well established that people... The, the people here at Cake Lords and all of our listeners, it's like the the best cake. It's great. So okay, you're going to take uh, your two nine inch cake pans. You're going to okay. uh, put some parchment paper on the bottom. Uh, you uh, stir, stir stir the flour with the baking powder and the cinnamon baking soda. Not make ginger into a little bowl here. Uh, you take the ketchup and the water and the coloring <laughs> sorry, in a sorry, separate wait. bowl. Wait, I don't I don't mean to interrupt. This I is the best you, part. I thought you just said ketchup. I did. You used you used uh, Heinz tomato ketchup. Okay. How much ketchup do we use? Uh, half half a cup. Half a cup. Half a cup. That doesn't seem so unreasonable. Uh, What's the point of the ketchup? It's supposed to make it very nice and moist and uh, and, and and ketchup e. So I I have to tell you my favorite part about red velvet cake, and I think all the listeners of Cake Lords agree with us. It's the cocoa powder. It's the best part of the whole red velvet cake so, experience. So, if you take the cocoa powder and you throw it away, just throw <laughs> it right in the garbage pail, and you substitute uh, all of the cocoa powder for half a cup of Heinz tomato ketchup. How is that even remotely equivalent? Um, it's very good. I'm really. I'm just advocating for our listeners. You know what? Have you ever Have you ever put sour cream in a cake? Yeah, of course. It's a little like putting sour cream in the cake, except you take the sour cream, you throw it in the garbage pail, and <laughs> you you add half a cup of Heinz tomato ketchup. All right. So yeah. you take the you Let's take the ketchup it. and the water and the food coloring, you put it in a little bowl, and you set it on the side, and then you beat the butter and the and, and the sugar in a big bowl. You know, you cream it, you cream it. Uh, you beat in the eggs and you cream it some more. And you add the flour and the ketchup. You put the ketchup, more more ketchup in the cake. Just more more ketchup. And then you bake it. It's a cake. You put it in the oven and for 30 minutes on 350. And then what? when it comes out of the, the, the oven, what do you do with it? So while while you're baking, you 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 can make the frosting, which is which is cream cheese, icing sugar, uh, vanilla extract, and ketchup. So I'm sorry, you said it. The ketchup. Yes, you put the, the frosting. Yes, you put too? the ketchup in the frosting. Have you ever put sour cream in 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 your in your frosting? <laughs> it's a little like putting sour cream in your frosting. So you take the sour cream and you <laughs> throw it in the garbage pail. Garbage pail. <laughs> and 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 gotcha. Uh, All right, so. Uh, but you've also you've prepared one of the Heinz tomato ketchup cakes for us today to enjoy. Is that I is, I have. Thank so now that so this is what we do at Cake Lords. Now that we've talked about the recipe, we'll do an official taste test and we'll let everyone know what it's like. Uh, I I've cut for you for you my friend a big big cake piece. 
big piece oh, of thank cake. Thank you. It's it, very red. It's, the frosting is red. It's, everything the, is the ketchup. Cake is red. I I I add extra ketchup because uh, it's my favorite part. Yeah, you just like that the tangy. It, it adds a nice zing. Yeah. Okay, I can see. Let me just um, let me just try a little bit. Uh, all right. Oh, it's really, it's really good. I, it's isn't it the best cake you've ever I, had? Let's not get carried away. I was not convinced at first. I was a little bit concerned. I have to say that after tasting it, it's it's really good. It's it's the but, best. But uh, you know, I'm I'm really full though. So, I just had like a whole chocolate cake before I started podcasting, so I'm I couldn't possibly. It's so rich and moist and savory and delicious. Oh. I just couldn't possibly have another bite. But it's, oh thank well, you, that's thank okay. You so much. So so my favorite thing to do with a uh, great Canadian Heinz ketchup cake is you take it and you pick up the whole thing and you say, "Oh, doesn't that look good?" And you pick it up and you throw it in the garbage pail. <laughs> this and this is how you truly enjoy. Heinz, great Canadian Heinz ketchup tomato cake. Welcome to the Bear vs. Mancast, the video game podcast about nothing. My name is Nick. Uh, I'm Stan. Stan, we talked about this. Shit. Shit. That's, That's Ryan. Ryan. It's Ryan, hello. And we also have a... Mm, Borderline mediocre guest. Uh, I was going to say, like... I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt, go with, like... Somewhat of a guest. Yeah, no, I mean you're you're a guest. There's no doubting that you're a guest. I'm gonna go with moderately special guest. Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm making my way downtown. That's pretty good. Yeah, walking walking <laughs> fast. fast. Faces faces fast in your homebound. <laughs> all right, that's it. Podcast over. Yeah. All right. So yeah, this is uh, the Bear vs. Man cast. Um, it's about video games and nothing. We like to talk about the games we played this week and general bullshit, and then maybe maybe some news if uh, one of us decided to get some this week, but we none of us did. So, oh no, I got tons of news. Well, put oh, I don't see it. Did you invite me to the? Correct? Yeah, you know you're there. I I looked earlier and it was still <laughs> three well, weeks ago. Well, well. Hey, I'm Joe. Right. I'm Joe. He's he's Joe. he's Joe. I'm Joe. Did I not mention that part? No. Okay, so we're gonna just get right into it today. Actually, we're not. I changed our mind. We're not. Hey, fuck, dude. <laughs> Guys, summer games done quick is happening right now. Cool. Do you know what that is? Yes. 
What is it, Ryan? Tell us. It, it's the it's the charity stream where the they do speed runs for like a fucking whole week. What charity? I don't know. They, doctors or something. They're benefiting uh, Doctors Without Borders right yes. now. This is this is summer games done quick. Uh, I guess that's that's the one that they do, or that's what they've been doing. Yeah. Um. So it is July thirtieth. No. No, it's not, dude. Tomorrow's July thirtieth. By the time it gets around. You're, you're, it's well, the tonight, right now, as of recording, this is the 29th. It's Wednesday night, and as of right now, they've they have earned three hundred ninety-two thousand dollars for Doctor Without Borders, and they're still streaming until Saturday night. Saturday Saturday night is the main event, basically. Penultimate conclusion. Well, the Saturday night is when they're doing the Chrono Trigger run, which if people donate enough money, they'll make a 100% run. And that's when the Super Metroid race takes place, where they either kill the animals or save the animals. Ryan, are you are you team save the animals or, or team kill the animals? Um, like in general? Just in, you're not familiar with the what that I, means? N- no. Joe, tell him. Um, all right. So, in Super Metroid, uh, it's the very last thing you do before you escape the your the exploding world, right? Yeah, yeah, and or one of the last. Like, yeah, it's like within your time thing where the world is blowing up and you have options. You can just head straight to your ship and escape, or you can save the animals of the planet. Something, something not like every single one, but yeah. But yeah, so you know you can gather them two by two and put them on the ship and. Wait, wait that's really? not tr- no, that's no, not true. No, you like no. hit like oh. a switch and they all run out, and I think they jump onto your ship and escape with you. Yeah, but well, that's it's... dumb. Save the animals. What are you stupid? Well, okay, in so speedrunners uh, theory, saving the animals uh, wastes frames and time. Yeah, so. so... Two schools of thought. One, save frames, not animals. Kill the animals. And my school of thinking is save the animals. It's canon. Because those exact animals are in a later Metroid game. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't give a F about a, about like the two seconds that you're not going to be able to beat your PB with. Yeah, like, plus it's a... It's save the animals. It's a charity event, you know. Yeah, see, well, so that's, like, the biggest bid. They do all sorts of bid wars and stuff, like... Last um, year, last year it um, hit 100000 for each category. <laughs> yeah, so basically, when you make a donation, you can say, put my money towards... Uh, donation incentives. Yeah, or so, like, right now, in fact, they just finished a Majora's Mask 3D run that mm-hmm. was bananas. It was ridiculous i missed Um, the whole thing it you should watch it later because it's crazy they do all sorts of weird stuff with like the internal clock in the game that make it think it's like the fourth day and then when the game resets he just like drops through the world and is in like a boss room it's it's nuts but so like afterwards they had an incentive up for so right now this guy's playing their first legend of zelda without a sword he he decided that it was not dangerous to go alone, and he was not going to take this, and he didn't get the sword, and now he's going to beat the game without it. And that's because people donated 
X number of dollars. They said if people donate a thousand bucks, then this guy will do this. And because that sounds so entertaining, people obviously shelled out for it. Yeah. When they said, they put in their comments, they're like, hey, put this $60 towards the no sword run. So just like if you were donating to the cause, you're donating at uh, gamesdonequick.com, I think is the website. Uh, um, something like that, yeah. You yeah. can you can just put in the comment field, be like, uh, hey, this game, or like, here's $100. You guys are doing such a good job for a good cause, whatever, whatever, whatever. Put my money for Save the Animals. And then that that adds $100 to save the animals. And whoever has the most money at when they do the run, both players have to either save or kill the animals. Sure, fine. Yeah, and to note, this is also... Sure, this is This is also a, every six months it happens. Um, so it's run take. by... Yeah, yeah, it runs by games done quick. Those are the people who run it. Um, I'm pretty sure 100% of the donations are... It's crazy high goes straight to the... I think so. Yeah, I mean, most to of Dodgers their, without borders. Yeah, like the yeah. Co- the cost of like their equipment, or they have most equipment already. But the cost of like the upkeep of their equipment and like the rental of this hotel area for seven days straight and that kind of stuff is covered by other sponsors. Like Capcom is one of their and Twitch are our sponsors for them this year. A couple other people. Yeah, they I said think, they said all Twitch subscribers is a hundred percent donation towards the the fund. Yeah, if you subscribe for $5, um, that all goes into the pool. Although I don't know what the purpose of subscribe- subscribing would be. Um, probably for future events, do I, too. Do I get rare emotes? No. Yeah, you do get emotes as well. I do like emotes. Just kidding. I've never used Twitch chat in my life because it's just a nightmare. It's just so much, just thing, just words flying constantly. Uh, but yeah, that's that's super entertaining, and it's for a great cause. And I've never, I'm not really into speed running myself, but the stuff that happens is bonkers, dude. It's really cool. Everything like it, it ranges from people who just play a game super skillfully, people who just like do crazy glitches that allow them to just sequence break and skip outrageous amounts of content that they were never supposed to get to in that amount of time, like. It's great. It's so entertaining. It's it's like because you watch these ga- these games you've played before, and then they do that to it, and you're like, I what? What is? Uh, what? Like mm. the, that's what that's what happened to Majora's Mask just now because I love that game, and I I thought I was thinking like oh it's a 3ds version it's the remake it's probably way more stable and whatever. In some ways yes, in some ways absolutely not. He did, like I said, he did some bonkers stuff. Anyways, well, that that's a good segue for Ryan. Ryan, Ryan has. Segue. Oh yeah, you like. Yeah, tell us about your segue. Um, <laughs> so I bought a segue. So I bought a segue. Um, it's a it's a bi a bi pedal. No, not really. It's got two wheels. Yep. And you lean forward on it to yep. move forward. So it's yep. a bicycle. You feel, you feel like you're gonna fall over. Yep, um, but you don't because it's because of magnets. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so all of this nonsense that's currently happening uh, has has inspired me to speed run a game. I that's that's awesome. I'm proud of you. Um, so I I something I read was like you shouldn't pick a game that you really really like. You should like it, but you shouldn't love it. 
because that you're gonna sense. end up you're gonna end up playing this game a buttload, and not in a good way. Because a thousand hours later, yeah. So, <clears throat> so I I picked Pokemon X because I like Pokemon, but I'm okay if I hate one forever. With just one of them, just one of them, yeah. Um, so I'm currently working on that, and the way I've it's it's the yeah. The way I'm deciding to do that is by playing the first hour over and over and over and over again uh, until I figure it out. What's what's to figure out about the first hour of a Pokemon game exactly? Um, I'm not I'm not intentionally being reductive here. The like, the di- the difference is uh, whether or not I can beat the second gym leader in an hour. In an, in an hour. Why? Currently, it hasn't happened, but it's supposed to. So, so like so, you so looked you're at like not... a forum post on game FAQs and they said if you're not a scrub you'll be able to beat the second gym leader in the first hour. Yeah, so I'm I'm following um a couple of different um notes. Trying to like pick my favorite strategy. So you're um, not expected to like be glitching the game. You're doing like No, a... this is this is a beat all eight gym leaders, go to the Elite Four, beat all of the Elite Four, beat the champion. Uh, and then time, which is supposed to take four hours, is is the world record. Oh, sh- well, wow, okay. the world yeah. record and supposed to take four hours are two very different statistics. No, pretty much everybody who speedruns this game is anywhere between four hours and four hours in like three minutes. So I'm going to take that as needs to be done in probably four there's hours. So much. I would it, aim for like so much five RNG. hours first. There's so much RNG though, bro. Oh yeah, no, I know. So I was running, I was doing the first hour, and so like, I, I'm really good at the first 17 minutes, which is how long it takes to get from start to beating the first gym leader. Really good at those 17 minutes. Uh, and then it all goes downhill from there because there's a lot of RNG bullshit that ends up happening. Yes. So, yes. so it's like, if the if the uh, the speed strat is like catch a Pikachu on the third route, and you don't get a Pikachu in the first, like, three minutes. You're just like, rip, run, restart. So do you want me to, like, break down the a, first hour in, a like... Little, a little bit, yeah. Okay, so I, I can probably do it from memory. I'm not going to look at it. Um, so I need Jesus. to... I need to uh, go to uh, go to the starter place, get uh, get a chest bin. Um, oh, actually, that's not true. Back up. Uh, Who do you first pick thing as your you, starter? First, I, just, I just said... But first thing I do, set the DS clock to Valentine's Day of 2013 at 10 a.m. <laughs> what? Because that's that how was the fastest. No, that's that's how um, Pokemon games uh, since like I don't know Gen Four seed their uh, starter IVs. I guess is like the the date of your 3DS. Okay, uh, so, so here's that a gives you the best date, the best. Uh... Start. It's it's supposed yeah it um but it's almost irrelevant because I ditched the starter in like five minutes anyway. Um, but so, wait, real real quick, you think you may have missed an important factor here? Yeah. What version of the game are you playing? Like, like are you numbered play- version? No. Or, US. Well, first or... of all, is it? Yeah. If, well, two questions. Is it updated at all? Yes. Okay. And second question, is it the English version? Like, is yes. it the North American version? Yes. Well, you don't. Are you already done? Fucked up, man. No, this Japanese one... scro- text scrolls faster. Uh, and almost like that's like a. I mean, that might be true in every game, but that's like a, almost a universally accepted truth. I don't except know. For, I, except I, for Majora's Mask 3D. 
I see I see this guy running it in English, so I ran it in English. Um, oh, you probably it probably doesn't make a difference then. Not Wait. really. Okay. So, so we want to hear something crazy about tech speed real quick. Majora's yeah. Mask 3D. This guy who did the run, he played it in French because you know how the giants in that game speak super slowly. They speak one letter at a time. Yep. In French, the sentences are so long they have they have them speak three letters at a time, so it winds up being faster. Nice. And he said it it saves like twelve minutes. That's amazing. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that explains I thought, I thought, why like, he was playing in French. Yes, it's, it does. I knew it was, had something to do with that, but I, it's like 12 minutes? That, and considering the run takes 2 hours and 15 minutes, I think was his guess, um, that's a kind of a, a big chunk of change. Like I, I don't even believe that. Okay, continue, continue. So, okay, first thing you do, Valentine's the, Day, 2013, okay, 10 a.m. Yep. Uh, start the timer at when you press begin game. Uh, you go through the starting sequence, uh, you put on your clothes, you change your settings to fast speed, set battle style, no animations. Uh, you go get Chespin, uh, you walk out, you fight that girl, you go back, talk to your mom, you go back to Route 1, you run away from the Pidgey, uh, you learn how to catch Pokemon, you go into the next patch of grass and catch a Bunnelby, um, then you fight the trainer, you go through the forest, you fight one trainer while you dodge all the other ones. Uh, you dodge all the trainers on the following route, and the, in the next town, you run straight to the house, trade your bundle B for a Farfetch, put your Farfetch in the first slot. Uh, you take a Farfetch'd, and you go to the gym. Uh, you fight the person who gives you the roller skates, you get the roller skates, you go in the place, you follow all the bubbles, uh, you skip all the trainers except for the last one, you fight the last trainer, uh, you fight the gym leader, uh, Farfetch'd is level, like, 13, and that's the first 17 minutes. Oh, who's the first gym leader in that one, by the way? I don't know. It's the lady who takes pictures and has bug types. Oh, okay. Well, that's a, that's really the question I was asking. Yeah, from, so, uh, from so the that's, sound what the, of it, that's what the Farfetch is for. From yes. the sound of it, it sounds like uh, I've missed a lot of Pokemon in my day. Well, this what, is Generation 6 we're talking about. Just because he said the names of Pokemon that you didn't recognize? No, just the explanation that he just gave sounded way more complicated than like old school stuff. So all, all all you're that, doing that, is you're following the breadcrumbs they leave you that takes you straight to the gym leader. The only thing you're not doing is you're you're skipping ninety five percent of all the trainer battles that you. Yeah, can. but he talked about roller skates. I want. I just want my bicycle. Roller skates is a Gen six, no Gen you, five thing. You get you get a bicycle later, um, but the way it works is it's on the three three DS. Yeah. So the roller skates are the circle pad, and you can still use like the regular binary movement with the yep. D pad, or you oh. can, or you can use the completely useless bicycle if you hate yourself. No, the bicycle is really good. It's faster than the roller skates. If you can find, if you're in a place that lets you actually use it. Yeah. Um, but you can you can rollerblade indoors, right? No. Oh, I thought you could. No, you can run indoors. You can't rollerblade. Oh yes, and then there's running, which I, I don't even know when they added that. Uh, Gen three. Jeez. Um, so the thing about so the one of the most interesting things is about movement. So if you're walking through gla- grass, you need to take off your rollerblades because you walk slower than running uh, if you just use the circle pad to move. <laughs> oh god! But once you get the bike, it's it's fine. Can you sneak in that game, or they add that in the remakes? No, that's Gen that's 3? yeah, that's that's the Gen Three remake. So what made you choose X instead of any of the other games? Um, I didn't want one where, uh... He didn't want to pick his favorite, which is white and black. Yeah, I almost did, but I'm like, no, I like those too much. Uh, so I picked X because I'm kind of like, whatever, on Gen 6. 
Oh, okay. Um, so it's just because it's the most neutral of them all for you? Yeah. For, for I mean, I almost picked Gen 3, but that, that run was way too tight, it sounded. Although this is proving to be very tight. So, like, today, one but of the next not, things I have to do is catch a halucha, which is uh, the flying oh, fighting things, bird. Those things are awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you, so you really don't get much range in uh, who you get to catch. No, I have a very specific set of Pokemon I use. Uh, so I start with Chespin, uh, then I get the Farfetch'd. Uh, I put the Chespin in the computer after I get the Bulbasaur. Uh, the Bulbasaur also goes in the computer. I'm just left with the Farfetch'd. Um, let's see. And then I don't get anything else until Halucha. Once I get a Halucha, I put the Farfetch'd in the computer. Um, and then I get a Lucario when it's gifted to me. Uh, and then I and then I solo the game with Lucario. I don't know how I feel about this. It's it's, it's it'll be fine. It's, it'll be okay. It, but it's a is very it fun. It's a very interesting choice for a speedrun game. Is about all that I can figure out so far. It's really cool because it's super reductive as a Pokemon game. It doesn't even really feel like one because you're not creating a, a balanced team. You're not even creating a team. You're just um, power throughing with one. Yeah, guy. you're just saying Luke, mass level Lucario. Like this is your. Fir- yeah. It's like it's like your your baby cousin's like first playthrough. It's his first Pokemon game, and it's just like my Charizard's level a million because I don't understand how Pokemon works. Yeah, it's that, but it only takes four hours. So like, I think my final team is like a level seventy three Lucario, uh, a Halucha that learns fly. And then a Lapras that learns Surf and Waterfall, if that's in the game. Why is Lapras so easy to get that that's the choice? I th- Either you get one, or that's just the thing that happens. Oh, I think maybe they do just give you one in that game. I, th- I think they do give you one. I can't remember, though. That, but... That's really interesting, because that game is not uh, technically demanding. No, not at uh, all. It's just like... You have to remember what to do, and then do it, and then hit the right buttons as fast as you can. It's not like... Oh, you have you have to make this pixel perfect jump, otherwise yeah. you lose two minutes. That's kind of why I picked uh, an RPG is because I don't actually have to be good at like you know platforming or racing or shooting or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, the hardest part about this speed run is not running into walls. Do you just as soon as you run to a wall, you just go rip run and just restart the entire game? No, not usually. Uh, if if I like miss an important beat, like like today, I stopped playing because I couldn't catch a halucha uh, with my first luxury ball, uh, which means that I don't have any other balls, which means the run's over. <laughs> so it's you're horrible. Just like, Why don't you just buy some pokeballs? Takes too much time. No, but it doesn't. If you, if the alternative is your run is over, they have these things called they have these things in the speed run community called safety strats. Yeah, well, I'm not doing no. that. So, so let me tell you about the safety strat I just invented for Pokemon X. Buy so, some, okay. some Pokeballs. So I, you, you start the game with 10 Pokeballs, but you need to sell them to buy a Swords Dance TM. Oh, duh. So oh, that's, of course. That, I'm so stupid. That's the only reason why you don't. I don't have any Pokeballs is because you get gifted 10 Pokeballs and 5 Luxury Balls in the beginning of the game, and then you sell all of them um, except for 2 Luxury Balls. Uh, at the beginning to have enough money to buy a Swords Dance TM at the beginning. So the one thing I would suggest, though, is don't aim for 
four hours right away. No. Work so, your yeah, way definitely to like not. seven hours, then there six, we. then five. I don't want to beat the whole game. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to master all the moves from beginning to second gym leader is what I'm trying to do. Okay. Yeah, so you're, you're trying to like... So like I probably played You're the trying first to make it into like a relay. Yeah, exactly. So what I'll end up doing is then I'll have like a save file where once I'm getting good enough at that part, I'll save and then start immediately after second gym leader and see and like get to I don't know the fourth gym leader. It's a sh- wait that you still only have. Well, I guess every Pokemon game is like that. It's a shame that you only have one save file. I wish, dude. Uh, if you switch profiles on on your 3ds, that's not something you can do, is it? No. Also, it's tied to the cart that I'm using. Oh, that so. sucks. Because I know, like on the Wii U, you can just change like your me. Like you can log in as a different me, and you get a yeah. new sa- set of saves. I don't know if they did something similar. Because that's what a lot of people, a lot of people have that that ability oh. to do things with like create multiple saves or like yeah. even even when you're doing like a run for. A, uh, summer games done quick or something. People have um, safety saves set up just in case, like the game crashes super hard and they lose the original save because they like basically prepare a save right after where it would have crashed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, it would be it would be really cool if you had that that luxury of like. I mean, at that point, I'd have save. to like, I don't know, get a bunch of X carts and then like, I don't know, like go to each gym leader just where it might. I guess. Like, yeah. soft yeah, well, lock or... Yeah, maybe it, over the course of four hours, maybe that's not really an option either. I mean, it seems like once I get the rundown, I'll be, like, plus or minus, like, 15 minutes. You know? Yeah, so, once you've done it once, it's all about just doing it over again and shaving right. off, like, a minute here, a couple seconds there. Well, in your case, you'd be shaving off minutes instead of seconds, probably. Yeah, totally. would be really um, confused if you did the run twice and you got it, like within, like, a 30-second window of the previous one. I mean, eventually it'll come it, down It might to get that, that tight, yeah. It, it yeah, get... eventually, but, like, not, like, your first two times or anything. No. But, yeah, so, I don't know, I'm gonna work on that. It seems like a fun thing to try to do. I've been, uh, I recently, so, it's funny you mentioned being inspired by uh, Games Done Quick, because, in a different way, I've just been, I just finished a game, and oh. we'll, we will talk about this. Uh, and I've been looking for a new game to play, and I'm watching people play. Like, I watched the Castlevania block today, or yesterday, I watched the Zelda block today. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I want to play all of these games, and I don't know what game I actually want to play or what game will actually stick. Right. So I'm inspired in a different way, but I'm also, like... It's... It, like, it's, it's like a... It's so fleeting. Like yesterday, I was like, I want to play. I want to play Symphony of the Night, and I got my PSP out and started and charged it. And then today, I was like, I don't want to play Symphony of the Night. <laughs> like, and I don't know when that's going to where I'm eventually. I'm going to see at the end of the week where I land on it because yeah. I don't know. I, I'm also taking suggestions on what game to play next. Because I have, reason. I have a million. Do you want to play a new game that you have never played before? I'm are you looking like? Are you looking to like replay, rekindle some uh, past feelings with the uh, other I, games? I could kind of go either way. I also considered playing uh, Har- Castlevania Harmony of Dissonance, which is a the GBA game that I never actually beat. 
mm-hmm. and I have it on the Wii U Virtual Console. So it'd be like a mix of like, well, I got to hit that Castlevania nerve, but I also got to play a game I never played. So I don't really know where I'm at right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna see where that settles. Oh, oh. That's kind of that's kind of another reason why I started trying to speed run a game because I kind of didn't know what to do, and a lot of times I'll just play the first hour of a game anyway. So I'm like, well, let me just do this a hundred times. Uh, that's a really interesting perspective. Yeah. Of like, How well, every life? every time I go to play Ocarina of Time, I just play like the first like hour and go, oh, wait, I don't actually want to replay this game. Yeah. So yeah. I'll play it. I'll play the first hour fifty times. And it's yeah. like I'm it's like I'm actually playing the game. Yeah, like whenever I play Ocarina of Time, the f- I I beat the Deku Tree and then I'm like, "Well, fuck this game." Yeah, that's that's basically how it goes. It, well, actually on the 3DS version, I got to the Fire Temple and nice. then on in Majora's Mask, I was so excited for Majora's Mask 3D. So excited. And I got to Great Bay and like left. Like stopped stopped and never came back. Thinking about, I'm, I'm thinking about actually whack. going back and finishing it because I really like Majora's Mask. I know you don't. Whack. It's not whack. It's good. Uh, whack. Good. <laughs> I mean, tight. I mean, for me, I yeah, I I don't know exactly what game I want to play. Uh, like, I still well, want to beat Fire Emblem, but mm-hmm. oh, fuck that game, Joe. No, I love that game. You should replay Deus Ex: Human Revolution. But yeah, at the same time, it's like I want to prep for new games. So, I mean, next month, August, uh, I believe there is the Black Ops 3 beta. Pirate Warriors 3. There's the Black Ops 3 beta. Summer Slam. Yes. Uh, Um, There's also also the Rainbow Six Siege beta. Oh, I didn't know about that one. I didn't know know about the Black Cops 3 beta, though. You going to (laughs) play it? No. Most deaf. All right, I gotta I gotta get my digital deluxe edition pre order in or whatever. Yeah, Actually, I'm probably, gonna get, I'm probably just gonna get the standard edition. On, I'm but just, I'm getting I'm getting the digital version because I'm sick of switching discs, and it costs like like eighty or a hundred bucks to get the game with the steel box that I the steel box that I love so desperately, and it doesn't come with a season pass anymore. I found so, that ridiculous. It's eighty so bucks why, for that, or a hundred for the digital deluxe with the season pass. It's like, hey Joe, yeah, what'd you play this week? I actually played. He was some, getting to that. Yeah, I actually was playing some Call of Duty. Fuck segways. Um, they right. suck. I was yeah, all vehicles should have at least three wheels. I agree, Ryan. <laughs> I was playing. I was playing some Advanced Warfare. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I, yeah, I've been playing Call of Duty too. It's called Titanfall, and it's better than Advanced Warfare. I, I remember Titanfall. I know. Straight up better. I know. I just I just needed to get some supply drops, and I actually I actually have been playing Titanfall. And you know, you, funny you mentioned supply drops because I think that that is like maybe the worst part of that entire game. Well, do you mean supply drops or variants? The the variants, just the supply drop system. And then it's like your supply thing fills up and you can't get any more and you have That's to sell you have to sell them or you can pay real money to get a bigger thing. Yeah. It's this it's a goddamn like stupid cat and mouse bullshit like Oh, they've expanded free to play garbage. I, I hate I just that, that element of the game was so unnecessary. So, so they expanded it even more. So you know how you used to get like art like, you know, your vanity items, like different gloves and mm-hmm. exosuits. Now you can get sets like you can find sets from the supply drops 
Mm-hmm. So you have to build, assemble them, and you get extra experience for doing it. Oh, good. So you get about, like, 5% more experience per game if you have a full set equipped and then, like, play with it. Oh, that's interesting, I suppose, but... Um, they, it, it also, just... they also yeah. released a new level of rarity called Legendary. Oh, I, I heard about that. Yep, and they retired some of the old stuff. Like, did they retire the royalty set? No. Good. I think there's, like, a second royalty set out, though. I'm just... I'm never... I don't think... Oh, you can also have royalty weapons. I don't know if that was the last time you played. I heard about that. They also had three new, like, old-timey weapons. Yep. Blunderbuss, the SVO, which is the SVU, and Which the, is a Dragonov. Yeah. And the, um... STG-44, I think. Is that... That's a SMG of some kind, right? It's an assault rifle, yeah. It's... Oh, I it think is. it's from World at War. Interesting. Or something. One of those. Or maybe... But you're still crazy future jetpack yeah. men. Oh, yeah. Which is still the worst part of that game. The blunderbuss is really fun to use, but just impossible to play, like, an actual game with. I'm assuming it just has zero range. Yep, zero range. It'll do a one-hit kill if if you can, like, get close enough. And it's one shot, and then you have to, like pour powder in the gun and then jam the stick in and then oh, you can man. fire it again. Wow, that's so that the re- fast. That's interesting. So the reload takes like a full four seconds. Uh, is there a sleight of hand in that game or is it speed reload weapons? It's that speed reload weapons. If you, you reload faster if you have no ammo left or you double tap X. Oh, but there, do guns have like fast mag attachments? No. Or the, you... blunt, the blunderbuss doesn't. Oh, okay, but other ones do. Uh, I, I don't think... Because every game has some way to reload faster. Yeah, and this one was double tap X, you drop what's in your current mag to reload faster. Yeah, but it was like... Usually there's like a passive way to reload faster. Either it's a perk like sleight of hand, or it's an attachment like fast mag. I don't... Maybe, so, there's, maybe I... there's the attachment, but I just... No one uses it. I think that sounds more accurate. That sounds yeah. more likely. Uh, so what, what have you been finding? I mean, I'm sure there's still tons of people playing that game. No. You're, you're... God, no. Really? Well, yeah, seriously. Every time I'm playing and if I play with John and stuff, I try and find a momentum match. No games found. Maybe I find well, one. Well, you're trying to find a momentum match. Well, John's like 300 in the world. What's your point? I'm I'm like 10,000. So what I'm saying is that like, probably yeah, no I mean, one's playing Momentum. Yeah, People you're are playing right. Domination or Search and Destroy. Even oh, Search, yeah, that's awful. I hate Search, Search and Destroy. It's yeah, the worst game. It's mode terrible. Ever. No respawning. Who wants to play that game? Yeah, I, I enjoy just sitting around for the next five minutes uh, because instead of planting the bomb, you just want to kill the other player. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Um, gotta get that glory. Yeah, no, I've been playing Momentum and I guess Mosh Pit. Mosh Pit's fun. And you can actually get a game in Mosh Pit? Yeah, I can get games in Mosh Pits. Um, but other than that, like the only reason why I want to go back in is because I want to get 300 kills with all the weapons. Okay. Just because you unlock the variant like for each one. Oh, yeah, I remember that. 
Hey, whatever makes you happy. Yeah, I just want to be a... I'm a completionist. Just play songs. Titanfall. I'm a collector. I'm about to get to Generation 3 in Titanfall. Very exciting. You should uh, inform me of the next time you play. I definitely will. As long as it's not after your bedtime. <laughs> as it it usually is. Hmm. That's not funny. It's okay, Joe. I know, I know all about bedtimes. Yeah, it's I, about I, being an adult. I, just, I mean, I sometimes have a bedtime because of my work schedule, but not always. Yeah, but and I I play Titanfall with a bunch of delinquents who are degenerates who don't sleep at night. Yeah, that so, that sounds about right. That's entirely accurate. I'm sorry, guys. I love you. It's it's fine. I love you too, Joe. No, not you. <laughs> You're delinquents. Oh, I don't love them. Fuck delinquents. Um, they won't hear this anyways. Uh, so good game. So no, advanced no, warfare, God, advanced no. warfare, Awful. big butts. No, it's no? really bad. Oh, it's big butts. Okay. I haven't actually played the campaign though, which I should, probably should do. Oh, I didn't either. You didn't play. It's got Troy Baker in it. You're Just right. Like yeah, every it, other game. Yeah, it does. Uh, but no, I. I mean, honestly, this point, these games like Call of Duty, the franchise, should go Titanfall path. No campaign or little I campaign, actually, and just I, straight focus multiplayer because that's what they—that's their bread and butter, or that's I, what they're known for. I really like a Titanfall campaign, actually. Right? Yeah, did you ever, but play, it's a did you ever play a Titanfall campaign. campaign? Is that the one where I played it by accident by playing multiplayer? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So basically, Titanfall multiplayer is, or the campaign is multiplayer. So you enter the campaign playlist. And you play a series of campaign missions with other people, and you know there's like your uh, the voiceover guy is, or there'll be people like voiceover in the corner on like talking to each other, and like a little skit before each match. Um, it's which it's one of sounds the- lame, but it like I feel like you slowly get like immersed into it. It's very like the storytelling is very asymmetrical. Because um, yeah. you it's, kind of absorb different pieces of it at different times. You don't actually, you usually don't play it like start to finish. In but a you row. can, you can. Well, if you get lucky, you just kind of get in, and you like you you wind up. There's no lobbies to join. So they start you in a lobby, and then you kind of carry through it. And other people join in. Yeah, you might be like but, campaign halfway in, and then you just recycle through it again. Yeah, yeah. That, that seems to be my experience with how it works. I've yeah. actually played all the missions and kind of got a feel what the story was like, and it was a very interesting way of telling that story. I feel much more compelled to do that than just, like, sit down and be like, all right, Advanced Warfare, one, first one player, let's do it. Yeah. I'm just going to, like, take three hours and it'll be a, a thing where to I me, watch a bunch of explosions. To me, that was one of the appealing things of uh, the Brink game. Is that they do a similar thing to Titanfall? Actually, they did it first, so... Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but that's my basis of it was just, it was, Yeah, it was just PC only, so it failed horribly. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, you had your two factions, and when you joined the game, you would pick which side. But each one pr- like had their own story, and so you would have your little clip uh, in the beginning to give you some context... Mm-hmm. Then you'd be playing a multiplayer match, you know, each side having different objectives, essentially. Sometimes it's attack and defend. Sometimes it was like, you know, plant something or do something else. 
That sounds even more. That it sounds way more elaborate than. Um, yeah, it wasn't just. Painful. Yeah, it wasn't just like attrition type thing, but it was. It was good. It was. It attrition was, is such a good game mode. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was a fun game while it lasted for a month. What Brink? Yeah, it didn't didn't last long. Didn't you, like, pre-order that shit, too? Yeah. It sounded like a great game. had great concept to it. You had three body types. Uh, you know, like... I thought it was class... Is it class-based? Uh, no, it wasn't class-based. It was just... There were classes with, like, you know, like... Um... Like, gunner, engineer, uh, healer... And then, like, stealth. Mm-hmm. But uh, the big thing was, like, skinny bodies are fast, but, you know, easy to kill. Medium yeah. bodies are average and good. And then big bodies are slow, but hard to kill. But they can also use heavy weaponry. Yeah, see, I never even got into that game at all. Yeah, I got into it for about the first three weeks, and then it just fell apart. But, I mean, there's still servers out there, just not ones worth playing on. Huh. But it does highlight the problems of, if a game like that does fail, you're pretty much out of luck on a game. I thought you got something free for that one, going... Yeah, it was like, the first DLC was free. Oh, wow. That's totally makes up for it. What was the game that like just failed so hard or exploded so bad? You got a pit. You got um, like Medal of Honor for free. Then like, what am I thinking of? I don't know. I pick a lot of games that fail. They have great concepts, but they just fail horribly. Oh yeah, like um, oh, what's that game called? Oh my gosh, the Cots and Robbers MMO. Um, where you. Paid for gay t- game time. Oh wait, no, they did that later. No, no, that was in the base game. Yeah, that was in the base game. APB. Uh, APB. Yeah. APB. Uh, that game's terrible. That, no, it was a great game. It just uh, <laughs> it, it couldn't I mean, shoot. You couldn't shoot people out of cars, Joe. Garbage. Can you <laughs> yeah, believe you that crap, blow, Ryan? You'd blow the car up. No. You you'd shoot the you shoot the guy who's driving the car, and you'd hit the window. The window wouldn't break. It would just the car would just take damage. That's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's a game that happened like, what? Uh, it's been three years. Sure. Yeah. I, I, it's probably been longer than that. Yeah. Honestly. And then it turned to free to play model, and it's it's probably doing well. I just don't care about it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once it goes free to play, you're like, well, that was fun. That's over. I mean, the big thing for them was their character creation. Was it really and, that extensive? Yeah. Remember, I get. I let you. Uh, yeah, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was super extensive, and it was, like, really high quality and in-depth for the time as well. For the four years ago time, yeah. Hey, um, speaking of in-depth... No, I don't I don't even know. Segways, guys. <laughs> Segways. I'm going to tell you about... I played a couple different games this week, but I played one game to completion... Do you guys want to hear about the game that I played to completion? Only if it was the best. Ooh, um, the best in in terms of what? No, I want to. I want to try and get qualified. The Hold best on. game I played this week, or the best game I played ever, ever. 
Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's talk about news then. No, okay. I <laughs> I played Infamous Second Son. I'm sorry. No, that Why sounds like a great that? idea. Why do you say that, Ryan? Did you play this game? No. Then <laughs> why do you say this? I don't know. Wasn't that game bad? No. According to oh. who? I don't know. Somebody. It's supposed well, to be me, really good. Let me use my uh, Metacritic Chrome add-on to find out. You know, you know I don't care about Metacritic. Ryan, Well, that's you? how I'm going to find out. If, if, so if you say blanket statements like, that game was bad, wasn't that game bad, then we're, we're obviously talking about, like, we don't mention anyone specifically. Like, if you said, didn't J- Joe say that the game was bad, then that'd be one thing. But you say, isn't that game bad? I, I have to assume we're talking about the universally accepted is that game bad? And I, I would guess. never, I would never say that game's bad. I don't like, know, man. Shit. Did you Are ever you... play uh, the PS3? Um, I played no. the first one. Did you play? You didn't play the either of the first two. No. The first one was awesome. So, Infamous Second Son does only have an eighty Metacritic, um, but can- Canadian online gamers gave it a perfect score. Whoa. That's a little stretch. But you, I mean, you haven't played it because you don't have a PS4, right? No, but I, I, I was, I was concerned just buying that game, even without having a PS4. Well, you could probably get a better price on it by the time you do have a PS4. That's true. Because I got mine over Christmas when I got my PS4, and I, I've seen a better deal since then. Um, but I, you know, I didn't, I didn't overpay for it before or whatever. I want the special um, edition. Okay, so here's the thing. About this game. It's like the prettiest goddamn game ever. Like, it may legitimately be the best looking game I've ever played. Rocket League wants to talk to you. Rocket League is like two and a half things. This is like fully rendered character models that are beautiful and like look like people while being just stylized enough that it's not creepy. And the like the particle of all the effects, the particle effects, and like all the effects of the special of your powers look cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't think. I mean, help me think of a game that might look better than this game. I, I might be just not able to think of it right now. But Rocket League, the game looks really effing good. Considering it's running on a console, you know, it's not. It's not like oh, I have my my PC with like the best graphic card ever and it's running this game on maximum settings. It's especially made to be this. It's like just a PS regular ass PS4 game. Is yeah. it looks is it everything that looks great? Is it like when you become your fire or when you become light or like those just look really polished and good at all like yeah i mean like there was never one moment that i just like something happened and i said well that just isn't up to par with everything else in this game everything i mean there were i mean there's a little bit of jank on certain but overall it was nice and smooth oh it was definitely smooth it and the looks... thing i the thing i really liked about it was it's an open world game just like the first two but it wasn't a huge open world and there wasn't a bunch there was some you know every open world game has to have dumb bullshit to do but there wasn't like an excessive amount of dumb bullshit to do Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. like a couple of in, – in each area of – you just straight up play in Seattle in this game. The first game took place in northwestern American city that is not Seattle, mm-hmm. and this game takes place in Seattle. But it's yeah. the same It's the same universe. 
I think they really just. I think to Seattle. They 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 shot an email to the mayor of Seattle, and he's like, "No, sorry, sucker punch, can't do it, man. Can't do it. You guys suck." Uh, So I think I, I I genuinely believe that they wanted the first game to be in Seattle, but they couldn't. They didn't have like the money to research what Seattle looked like to make it look even remotely authentic. I don't know, but this game takes takes place in straight up Seattle in the in the infamous universe seven years after the first game. Um, because the first, it's actually very interesting. The first game was like ground zero for when um, people started developing these special superpowers in these people called conduits, of which the main character in the first two games is like the original conduit, as far as I I, I understand from what I played in the first game. No, sorry, why not? Uh, Kepler. All right, I don't know who that is. Well, either well, whatever. The space was... telescope. No, so. Oh, so now you're making me think. Is his name Kessler? It, yeah, I think it is actually. My bad. Uh, my that bad. sounds more familiar. Yeah. Uh, well, so okay, so Cole Cole was just a, an average delivery guy, and they had him deliver this thing called the Ray Sphere that exploded and made him an electric man. Well, I think it was. Basically, it may have been as a uh, you know attack they thought on the city. Yeah, and I think I, I think they mentioned they very vaguely referred to like the explosion of the ray, ray sphere as like the moment that everyone started developing superpowers. Not everyone, but like it's it's got this whole X Men like humans versus mutants thing going on. Um, that people are like afraid of the mutants because they're different and they have superpowers and you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's like set kind of sets the tone of the game. And so there's this mean lady who works for the government who is also a conduit who wants to capture all the other conduits and she's not very nice and she does this whole militant police thing going on, you know, well yada yada yada. And uh, so you play as Delson Rowe, uh played by Troy Baker. Obviously, a gritty, just, a gritty young man. He's not. He's not gritty. He's he's a punk. He's like kind of carefree. He's like whatever, and uh, he's straight up Native American, uh, and he lives with this Native American tribe outside Seattle, and they protect their own. And then this um, prison convoy with conduits in it tips over, and like three people break out, and then all hell breaks loose, and. Uh, Delson realizes that he has the ability to absorb powers from other conduits. Like if he touches another conduit, he like copies their power. So he becomes rogue. Uh, no, because I think she like steals their power and like makes them really like sick and yeah, he can but die it's, that way. It's the same thing. He, just like, kind he has of, to touch them, right? He yes, but he has to. He just borrows it and like he gets to see their memories or something. Um, so like I said, game looks cool. Story is. Well, we'll get to the story. The story is fine. And, uh, like, the, the little cutscenes in between are very stylized and, and cool. It, this The game does this annoying thing, because it's, it's kind of a, a PS4 launch game. Kinda. And it does this thing where the people who made the game are like, well, we're going to show them what the PS4 can do. Like with, like, with this unique controller we have that totally is not a big waste of money. And so, like, you're, the light on the PS4 controller will show you um, which affinity you currently have, if you're um, good or bad. 
Hey, like that's fucking or, cool. Blue or red? No, it's not because you can see that that has to stay constant the whole game. You never are actually switching in between them, oh, unless you unless. Okay, I'm getting to that. So the big the big thing about Infamous is you could choose to be a hero or you can choose to be infamous. You can be famous. Or you can be inf- you know like you can be loved or hated. You can and, be hero or villain. Yeah, it's it's all means the same end more or less. And but it's just they do it in the worst shittiest way possible. Like this is ultimately the worst part of the game is the 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 choice system that they use because it's black and white. It's way too black and white. It's so ridiculous. It so when you first your first choice is like either like sacrifice yourself not like sacrifice yourself or like you know take one for the team and like try and save your tribe because this lady's gonna interrogate everybody and hurt them or like just be like yep nope just go interrogate them and they're gonna and like they're gonna take it on the cheek and you're gonna walk away on unharmed and it's like what if is there no option c like all every single time it's just like is there no option c because these options are terrible and and then what's even worse is it's like you have to commit to one, like I said before, and so it's that's why your control my controller was, oh I, I went evil because I had seen a let's play of the game a couple months ago, and he went hero, and I was like I'm just gonna see how how it plays out otherwise, and boy am I glad that I did because it's I'm getting ahead of myself here. They make. The choice element of the game, not only a story choice, like, say, Mass Effect, um, where you kind of just choose a way to treat people, and it's it all winds up kind of being a means to the same end. Um, in this game, the way you act affects your karma level, and then that also affects the skills that you can have. Which is the worst thing I've ever heard. Um, it's like, if you are evil, then your smoke power... Your first, The first part you get is smoke. And it's like, if you're evil, you can get an ability that like makes you jump higher when you're using vents to jump. But if you're good, you get an ability that like shooting enemies in the head makes them incapacitated. And then if you're, when you get the second power, Neon, if you're evil, you get an ability that lets you run continuously, and if you're good, it, like, gives you an emphasis on sniping and allows you to, like, slow down time when you zoom in. And it's just like, well, first of all, I didn't know about any of these gameplay changes when I made my first choice. Those don't even sound relevant to good versus evil. Yes, no, it makes no sense. It's so scattershot. And then you'll get, like, your fourth power, or your third power, or whatever, and you'll be, like, already fully committed to one way or the other, with really no way to... Like, it would take you hours to turn back. To, and like, at that you point, to grind you, just gotta, out. you just gotta deal with what you get. Yeah, so you get your third power, and you're just like, oh, well, like, I'm already bad, and I can't ever be good, so I guess these are the, like, I guess this is how I'm gonna play the game now. Which is t- oh, horrible! And the choices are so stupid. It's almost as bad as Bioshock 2. But I knew like, what the endings were, but you don't get to choose, you don't get to choose your ending. When you get to the final mission, they give, they give you two markers on your map, 
they give you the blue star and the red star. And if you're evil and you go over to the blue star, it just says, like, hey, you can't pick this mission. Why would you come over here if you're evil? Why would you even do that? Like, uh, why did you put that on the map? If I, you're going to make me, you're not going to let me choose, then don't put that, that choice on the map. Unless, it's ridiculous. Yeah, unless you want to change your affinity, like, You can't, bro. You s- no, because if you're making the same, like, so that, that's the other thing. Uh, if you are, e- if you, you need certain levels of karma to get better upgrades. So, like, once you reach, like, the third, fourth, fifth level in either direction, you can upgrade, like, the your energy capacity for the abilities for the different powers, mm-hmm. right? And so you need to – you want to level up your karma in one direction as far as possible to unlock all of those upgrades. So by the time you get to the last mission, if it's, like, you don't like the ending you're about to get, there's no way you can go back. Because by the time I got to that point, I got to the second to last choice of the game – or the the last choice before they make the fi- the final mission choice for you. It's basically like you want to kill this guy or do you want to save him? And I was already fully bad. I was like infamous and a half. Like I was maximum level bad, which was called infamous, and I had like more bad karma past that. Yeah. And I was like, "Listen, you guys, this is I don't for many different reasons, I like I understand I'm a bad guy. I don't believe in killing this guy." I, I want to let him live. I was like, I just, no. I, I want to let him live. And that immediately dropped, because I did a good a good thing, it immediately dropped my, my me to the fourth level. It dropped me down an entire level in, of bad karma, which luckily didn't restrict me from getting any of my abilities because I had them all at that point. But it was, it was stupid. And I'm still on the fourth level of bad karma, and I go to the final mission, and they're just like, I know we put both these markers here, but there's only one that you can pick. I would and also so, think like you I would also think there there could potentially be various levels of endings based on how evil or how good you are. Nope. No. Okay. Just just you are you have good karma or you have bad karma. Well, I just wasn't sure based on cuz you said there's level, you know how there's level 1, 2, 3, mm-hmm. 4 like yeah. If you go to beat the game and you're level two, e- like evil, do you, nah, is it nah, like, not even. You get the less evil ending. Not even. It's just there's a good one and a bad one. The, the achievements are like, or the trophies say you finish the, the the story with bad karma. You finish the story with good karma, and that's it. You don't even get to choose your ending at the end. You just whichever karma you had, and so. There are a bunch of random activities in the world. Not random activities, but, like, things you can do, like markers on your map that let you do, like, a little side activity. Mm-hmm. That they help you take control of the zone. And once you have... Once the evil guys have a certain amount of control over the zone, like, once you've reduced their control below a certain threshold, you can take over the zone and they stop patrolling the area. Um... And so you don't actually even need to do all the activities. You can pick, you can be like, oh man, this this particular activity is really lame. I don't want to do that. And then there's also this whole spray painting mini game thing that counts as an activity where you basically just pick, do you want to spray paint the good thing or the bad thing? And then they make you hold your controller sideways and shake it like a paint can. And then, and then like press R2 while like moving it. <laughs> Uh, because, like I said before, it's a PS4 launch game. They have a, a gyroscope in the controller, and they're just like, we're going to show people 
what the PS4 can really do. Yeah. And that's only because it's developed specifically for this console, and no other developer would ever put that kind of garbage in their game if it's going to be on any other console. Not to say that that stuff didn't work. It was just weird. The whole spray paint thing, that was definitely, like, that was the quickest and the easiest of all the activities, so I almost did every single one. But it was just, it's weird, it's weird shit. And so there's also other random activities that happen, like, they're based on your karma. So if you're, I'm a bad guy, I like doing bad things. And so there'll be, like, a guy playing guitar on the street corner, and, like, little words will pop up on the screen being like, street musicians are annoying. Kill him. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And that's how I could earn, like, a little bit of extra bad karma, is by roughing up street musicians because they're annoying. Yeah, and you're not, you're not bad guy. I'm just, I'm, just because I'm a bad guy doesn't mean I'm a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Zangief that once told me that. Yes, he was. He's in the game, and he told me that. Uh, he so, and, oh, and then it's like, he's it, it, just when you subscribe to like, you make that first choice of like being bad, they sign you up for so much more shit, like killing random people who are playing guitar by the side of the road. They're like, yeah, you do that now. And I was like, no, I just, I just don't, I did, didn't want to do the other thing like no no you're bad now you got bad karma so you kill innocent people all the time i'm like no i don't do that though it's like okay well then you're gonna it's like it's like there's so many reasons to never do anything good once you go bad Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous like it's it's not balanced at all it's just you have to you have to pick one and stick with it for no reason like it's dumb i can't even get across how dumb how dumb it is and then the worst part is the, basically the reason why I played through the game bad um, was I since I had seen the ending for the good mode, uh, I wanted to see the other ending basically, and because I also that was the ending that I wanted to see, I knew what the ending was going to be. Um. And I knew I wanted that ending, and I was satisfied when I got that ending, because they, they play out this little, like, the story, I mentioned the way that they tell a little story in between missions and stuff. Um, they they have this, like, whole, like, kind of sketchy, spray-painty type of stop mo not stop motion, but, like, still pictures, like, dynamic still pictures. It's kind of what they use in, like, the first two games. Mm-hmm. Um, very stylistic, it's really cool-looking. Uh, and so they tell you this little story after you beat the final boss, and you're just like, this is what you decided to do, and you're just like, yeah, and I did that, and then I was evil, and I, I'm going to get so many powers and become powerful. I'm like, hey, that's kind of a neat, like, bad ending. Like, you instead of, you know, saving the day, and, like, you decide to become, like, an evil, like, overlord, kind of, almost. Um, and then... You, but they don't leave it there. They have you go back to your tribe, and then the conversation you have with them it basically is just like the the ending where you are bad is the bad ending. It, it, like if you had showed me both of those endings, and you had and like you told me, and you had asked me to pick like you didn't tell me that it was based on. 
like karmic choice. It was just based on like like a like Persona 4's like if you didn't do this thing, then you get this ending or whatever. Like some JRPG jumped through this hoop to get the better ending thing. Yeah. If you had told me that that was the case, it would be it would look really obvious which one was the good ending, which was the bad ending. Like I'm extremely un like I'm like really pissed about the ending um to the the bad version of that game. It's and it just it kind of like a shitty thing happens to you and then it just ends. Roll credits. And I'm like, "Really?" I thought we had choice. I no. The the whole <laughs> I'm I'm fresh I just finished this game today. I'm very frustrated by the way that they made choice work in this game. I don't think you it you don't have a choice in this game. Like it's an illusion. The way it's done is so poorly done. Like my biggest my like I said my biggest complaint when you do something, you say like, "Hey, I want this person, I found this person, I want them to be evil." They sign you up for like so much more dumb bullcrap. Like you love to kill innocent people. Yeah, I mean they shouldn't just assume since you're like the evil dude that you want to do super fucked up shit. Yeah, I think there should just be a little bit of a balance. Like I'm just like I would, uh, mm, I'm not gonna do that. Like it, it was, it was just really weird. It. Like, the, there used to be infamous second son. You're kind of just a dick. I would, I would do that. I would do karma yeah. level. You're kind of just an asshole. Like yeah. I would definitely play that. I just think I don't, I'm not saying there should be a middle ground, but it almost feels to me like that that game would have been good without any of that choice stuff. And I know that Infamous has always been based on it, but I don't know, man. I like that game. Like there but, should have been more of a scale. Yeah, I just felt like I I really felt like by being like the bad guy, they just made me feel like a bad guy the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I was a a jerk face. Just because I was, I don't. Know, I guess, like it didn't. It didn't change perspectives. It didn't like switch it so that I would be like, I know it looks like you're being a bad guy, but from your perspective, you're doing the right thing, which is almost what happened at the end. And then they just shit all over you. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, well, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like. I no. I I thought that game was good though. In mm. spite in spite of that fact, because if I had played that game for the first time, not knowing anything about it, I would have gone the hero route I would have had a good time during the game I would have gotten to the ending realized I didn't have a choice of which ending I wanted and then been upset but I probably would have gotten over it just like I did in Bioshock 2 did you guys ever play Bioshock 2? yep no Joe? so Ryan you, you ever beat it? yep yeah so you know how like the three ch- decisions you make throughout the game eventually like they add up in a weird way to which ending you get at the end yeah kinda uh, that's so stupid, because I just followed my heart with all those decisions, and then they just, like, the, like, a the computer just, like, looked at me and was just like, okay, well, you made this decision, this decision, this decision, so you're this kind of person, and this is the ending you want. And I was like, uh, no, you're wrong. You're completely wrong. Yep. Totally. It was like, if I wanted to, like, kill the big bad at the end, I had to have killed, like, everyone else, and I'm like, but not all those people deserve to die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was, and like one of them was a mercy killing, which it doesn't, it, it just didn't add up. It it reminded me of that a lot. This game, like I, it, like all the the different things you did in Infinite Second Son, just didn't add up. Yeah, fuck that. 
But it was a fu- it was a fun game for sure. It was super fun. I love the different powers mm. and how different they were from one another. And the tra- traversal in that game was great. Like instead of just jumping, you can obviously just jump up um, buildings that you can the first game or whatever. Mm-hmm. But also, if you have neon, you can just run up the building like a light man. Mm. So oh, that's fun, cool. fun game, but some elements of it were lacking. Now I understand why it's only got an eighty meta score. Uh, do you guys want to? Do you guys want to take a break or like not? Like I don't even. I don't even want to. Fuck it. Yeah. No. I just like. Want, do you want me to just? I just want to rattle off a little bit of news. Maybe after that we could discuss if anything. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let's see what news. I found a couple pieces of news. Let's see what you found, and we'll compare and contrast here, and we'll see what's up. Okay. Spoilers. Ryan didn't find any news this week. That's, that's, that's okay. Fine. I'm not mad at you. Ryan, I have enough for both of us. You're too busy speedrunning Pokemon X, and that's Truth. okay. I'm not mad at you. Truth. Um. So, you know who Lab Zero Games is? No. Nope. They're the developers of Skullgirls. Oh, I know them. They're looking to crowdfund a uh, new role-playing game called Indivisible. Huh. Which is what? quite a different uh, path compared to their Skullgirls, which is the fighting game. Um, I think they're sticking, trying to stick with the same type of art style, though, which would be interesting. Is hmm. that is the artist for Skullgirls? Skullgirls is he like on staff or is he externally hired in some way? I guess you might not know. Uh, yeah, I have I'm no asking, idea. I'm asking a lot here. Because I, I didn't know if it was like, um, you know, Mercenary Kings was done by a particular artist, Robert, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. And, like, he also worked on Scott Pilgrim versus the game. Scott Pilgrim versus the, the game. The world, the game. The movie. The movie, the game. Um, and, like, he wasn't in how. Like, he was just hired to do the art for those games. I didn't know if it was a similar thing, but. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Um, I don't know. Don't worry about it. Um, In uh, other news, uh, Smash Bros. is going to get another update. What is it? Uh, I believe it's going to be a few things. There's like a few, you know, the me costumes or whatever. But I Ooh. believe they're doing two new uh, stages. Yay. And I tournament they're, I they're actually. I hope they're actually. Oh, yeah. I hope they're actually new stages and not just. Oh, they're they're like, remakes. Oh um, well, then as long as I don't have to pay for them, I'm good. It's, yeah, you have to pay for them. It's going to be Peaches Castle uh, 64. Oh, that oh that's actually cool because that has never been in a game since the first one. That's the one with the bumper floating over it. Yep. Yep. And, that's actually okay. That's cool. Pay for it. And Hyrule Castle 64. Mm, it's probably just because it was one of the popular ones back then. Yeah, okay, that one hasn't really ever been remade or anything either, so. So those I'll are... Al- I'll allow that. So it's just, I think it's just going to be a pack where it's those two stages and some me costumes. Okay. Uh, Alright, I'm fine with that. Yeah, well, I don't know, maybe it might be free. Tournament mode, I would assume Tournament mode, I think, is free. That, that is going to be free, yeah. I think. Yeah, so... Maybe the Mies are paid for, but the stages could be free. Uh, no, I doubt it. Um, Hold on, real quick. Are you switching to a new story? Because I got a big one here. Okay, yeah, you can go. Right, I want to engage with you. I uh, I haven't... I, I 
you haven't talked enough because I was just rambling on for so long. I want to talk to you about the fact that the new world of world expa- new world of Warcraft expansion is going to be revealed next week. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. You shut your you shut your mouth. They're going to yep. announce it at uh, Gamescom. They're at, they're at Gamescom. They're going to do a live stream Sunday, August. Oh, hold on. Thursday, August sixth at nine a.m. Pacific, twelve Eastern. You'll get to see you get a first look at the content. Oh, that was part of my news. Thought, Ryan, thoughts? What do you think? What, what's what's up next in the world of Warcraft? What's going to happen? Oh, oh, being good. No. Um. Ugh. Okay. Here, here's my professional opinion. Playable uh, Nagas. As no, here's my professional opinion as a WoW player of like I don't know. Was it Playable Murlocs. No. Okay. Six years, seven years. I don't know how long. When did that? When did the South Park episode come out? Oh yeah. That many years. Here, you talk. I'll Google it. Okay. Um, if I sort of feel like, um, Cataclysm was a big deal. In 2012, um, Mist of Pandaria was sort of like a throwaway expansion. Fuck that expansion. Yeah, I think it's October 4th, 2006. Yeah, that's so I started playing WoW like a Nine week after. Nine years ago. A week after that came out. Um, yeah, so uh, Mist of Pandaria was totally a throwaway expansion. Uh, I liked it a lot, but it was totally just Mr. like, it was just Mr. whatever. Mr. Yeah. Pandaria. Yeah, because they basically just added a bunch of... They, like, hey, here's a new area. We're just going to explore here and then wrap it up and never go back. Yeah. Um, the least, Lord of Draenor is the same way, except well, it's, worse. It's cool because it's... I think it's, I think it's, like it's inherently cooler because it's integrated into the, like, lore. Yeah, but fuck this expansion. It blows. I've decided officially. You, you hate garrisons, I know. Um, Even though you... You thought garrisons were going to be the hottest shit, man. I thought I was. I thought I was so hyped, but boy, boy, did I one eighty on that shit hard. Um, let's see. Uh, so I don't know uh, if this expansion isn't fucking great. I don't know. Quit WoW forever. Wrap it up, boys. Go home. Like you don't, you don't just gonna that. stick with Hearthstone. Well, so here's the thing about that. You don't have to just. It's not binary. It's not you're either are playing WoW or you're not playing WoW. You can kind of just say, like, oh, I'm not really into this expansion, so I don't really play it that much. I got my character to 110, and I was kind of like, eh, it's all right. You don't have to be like, well, I guess I got to get all this money and, like, do all this stuff every day. You can kind of just kind of play it. No, I'm either in it or I'm out. It's just it's just how you, I am. You don't, you don't have to. You just have to. No, well, then again, late. if you do want to pursue your career as a professional Pokemon speedrunner, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe it would be best if you... I, I just got to wrap it up. I got to quit. That's it. Done. Well, we'll see how this expansion goes. I don't but know, man. Just, you, can't, you can't possibly decide based on a week from now when they announce it. Like, that won't tell you anything. I mean, I don't know. I'll probably... Uh, well, so... He- if you quote WoW, you're just going to transition to more um, Hearthstone? Dota. No. Also, no. I don't know. But the Grand Tournament know. expansion was, anna- was announced. Yeah, that'll be fine. It'll be whatever. It's Hearthstone. That's like 120 new cards. 130, I think. I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah, if this WoW expansion isn't fucking great, because I feel like they've been sitting on something 
since after Cataclysm, and it wasn't Mists of Pandaria, and it wasn't Warlords of Draenor. And if they, and if this is not it, like who cares? Like what? What are you looking for from this expansion? So like, okay, so Cataclysm is the only expansion uh, that has actually progressed the story. Like, sure, Mr. Pandaria had some junk in it, and that's, like that's shit a, happened. That's what you want? Yeah, I want, I want, I want the World of Warcraft to go forward. Uh, yeah, like we got a new war chief in Mr. Pandaria, um, but that was like kind of that's kind of a big moment. But like they could have done that with any area. Like that event was not really tied to Pandaria. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's not actually important. They just said, like, hey, we want to do Pandaria because we've been obsessed with pandas for so long. Yeah. And also, we want to do this whole thing with Garrosh. So, like, I feel like they were just lumped together. They don't necessarily... Like, they could have... It was poorly executed, is what I'm trying to say here. So you want to, You would have wanted an expansion that was just about getting a new war chief. I think that would have been cooler. Because I don't feel like Garrosh had that much to do with what happened. Oh well, he. I think he. I mean, he found some. He found some gross panda junk, and he spread it all over Panda Land. Yep, and that was his. And that was his fault. But well, did you? you, I mean, you did like the the five point one five five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did like like the first patch. Yeah, five point one with like yeah. added like the new rep and like the quest you could do. Did you actually get that rep to exalted and like you see yeah. like the progression of the story? And, yeah, I don't know. Like, it kind of it kind of added up. When I killed Garrosh, I was just like, okay. Well, he's not oh, yeah, dead. Because, but that's, well, that's also because you he's a raid boss, so you're just like, oh, you you mean you you viewed it more as like, uh, hey, we accomplished a goal that we set out to accomplish. Yeah, yeah. Just like when you killed Blackwall, you're just like. Hooray, we beat Blackwall before he became irrelevant. Yay. Blackhand. But yeah. Um, Blackwall. But I think Black, Blackwall is uh, something else. I don't know. But a, I, he's I, a character in Dragon's Age Inquisition. And then this expansion is all about, you know, f- fucking up timey-wimey bullshit. I like, ti- I like timey-wimey bullshit, specifically. I, I don't. I think it's garbage. I think it's totally well, a throwaway. Given, given what you want from, from an expansion, I can see how you, how you would think that. But so like, I, I like I, I just like time stuff. I like old Warcraft stuff. I like need Warcraft some junk. Stuff. I want Vol'jin to do something. So far, he's done dick. I want King of Stormwind Man to do something. Don't even know his goddamn name. Varian Rin, Weirn, Wern. W and a Y and something and two yeah. N's. There's a lot of consonants. So like two weird. N's, dude, at the end. No, yeah. there's another letter in there somewhere, Joe. Come down. So if this expansion coming up is fucking tight with a cool-ass premise... Um, God, you're going to be, be so disappointed. I am, and I and I might just I might just skip it. You're going to be out? Get the fuck out of here. No, you won't. Skip it. No, I might, maybe, I, maybe I'll skip it. on premise alone, you will not play WoW for an entire expansion? Maybe. Uh, no, you'd still raid. I've barely played this expansion. He might not raid, but he'll get it. I'll get it. I, I mean, I've barely played this expansion, realistically. I've... I, I got a few characters to level 100. I raided a bunch. But the the barrier to entry on raiding was so low. And I mean, 
Like, so low. Anybody could have done it, really. There was Isn't like, that the point? The, I mean, yes, they're trying to include more people. But, like, I didn't really have to grind for rep. I didn't have to do dailies. That's a good thing. No, it's a great thing, because I didn't want to do any of that stuff. But um, then... So, yeah, I mean, like... But the whole thing is you just accomplished what you set out to do in Warlords of Draenor. So... I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I need this... Exp- I need this next expansion to be tight, or I'm going to be super disappointed. I don't... Th- I, I know WoW content... WoW endgame content is, like... It's famous for yes. there being tons of it. Yes. I think you should eventually be able to play a WoW expansion and just go, like... All right, well, I did the thing I wanted to do, and I'm done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't have to play WoW constantly, unless you want to. I mean, I've pretty much only played WoW, like, once a week since the expansion came out. And, like, I got to 100 and stuff. That's fine. No, that that was fine. That was actually too much. (laughs) Yeah, so, like I'm saying, is like, so, if the next one comes out and you don't like it, just play it once a week and, you know, just don't... Don't let it absorb. Just I wouldn't suggest you let it absorb your life if you really don't like it. Yeah, I but know. we'll see. I have I really have no idea where they could be going with this one. All right, Nick, I'm going to ask you a series of uh, over unders on certain things that might happen. I Are you to, ready? I have to confess, I don't exactly know how over unders work. It's basically like, do you think it's going to happen? Yes or no? I think it's a little bit more complicated than that, but okay, let's go. But that's what I'm looking for. Okay, okay. ready? New class. Mm, yes. No. I think it's time. I don't think they're gonna. What? Uh, well, we just had an expansion without a new class. Yeah, but... The, if we're not getting a new class, we're getting a new playable race. Uh, no. I don't think we're getting either. Out so we're gonna have... class, not race. So we're getting two expansions of nothing? Yep. Ryan, you're being a Debbie Downer right now. Well, that, that answers my next question. New race, yes or no? It's going to be one or the other. I don't think it's going to be either, realistically. I don't th- I don't think it's going to be both. I think it's probably going to be a new playable race. So, okay. What do you th- what do you think for races? Cuz I I'm drawing blanks here besides like some super far-reaching shit. Um Cuz in pretty much every nulls? expansion, no, why no, why would they do that? Because they don't have anything else to put in? Honestly, Naga are, like, the last possibility for, like, humanoid-type Warcraft races. I'm pretty sure that, uh, since Nagas don't wear pants, like, it's a no-go. They can wear pants. They would just they'd be different pants with tail holes in them. Yeah, I don't know. Right, but they also don't step. They slither. Yep. Yeah, I'm just, they like, don't have legs. It's not realistic, but it's the most realistic thing we've got right now. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, yeah, maybe playable race. Maybe it just doesn't exist. Like, there are no more options. They would have to invent something. Centaurs. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, they do have a centaur group. I can't remember what they're called, but that that would raise even more problems than Naga, of them just being not, like, just vaguely humanoid. Yeah, but they could still wear pants. No, yeah, horses do not do not wear pants. Joe. Yeah, but centaurs could reverse centaurs. That's what they're gonna have. The only <laughs> things I could see is like ogres. Maybe ogres. They could do ogres. Um, Murlocs for real though. Murlocs. I I so doubt it. Yeah, me too. 
I don't know. Maybe they will. Uh, I don't know because this expansion's coming out. It, it seems like this expansion's coming out real quick. I I bet you. Are there already like demons? It, no. Well, orcs kind of count. Mm. Kinda. And undead kind of count. No, I'm thinking more. Uh, high elves. They already have two kinds of elves. It's a lot yeah, of elves. Yeah, but high elves are different. No. Um, fairies. Oh man, Jinyu. Like yeah, from, like from Dragon Ball Z. No, like from Mr. Pandaria. The fish oh, those people. fish people. Those people are tight. They can wear pants. Yeah, they can, even though they're fish. Who cares? So fish people confirmed for the next expansion. Sure. I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna basically forget about this entirely until it actually happens on August sixth. Do they so, have all elemental spirits? Uh, not to play as, but yes. You can, certain classes can control elemental spirits. Oh, okay. But not. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, jeez. Oh, I don't know. I bet I feel really nervous now. Do you think New Wild Expansion 2015? Oh no, I'm going. Yeah. What? Everything's we're, already happening way too fast. We're I'm half just gonna, done. Oh, well, we can roll with it. The, so I actually would like that. Be, well, the, if, if the alternative is playing Warlords of Draenor with no content for 18 months, like we did with um, Mist, they've or already whatever? said they don't want to do that. Okay, because that was gross what they did last time. So I'm thinking <clears throat> it, they're going to announce it on the sixth, which is next Thursday. Uh, so that's basically one, two. It's about it's like three and a half months till BlizzCon. I'm gonna say like holiday release 2015, one month beta after that starts like at BlizzCon. You don't think they'd do spring of 2016? The, um, that's probably the more realistic option. That's but very that, possible. That puts us at uh, let's see, one, two. Three, four, five, six. Are you using your fingers to count? Seven, eight. Yeah, see, that already puts us at nine months of at the at the of, earliest of no content of no content. Well, considering uh, we went un, for yeah. over a year, fourteen months. The last fourteen months of the last one. Yep. I I think it's it's possible that they do it this year, but I agree with you that spring next year is more likely. And I th- then I think if they it, did it's that, it's ten months because if, this this raid tier came out on June twenty third. So I would say if they did uh, spring twenty sixteen, then yep. you're more likely to get a new race or a new class. Nah, I, I think no. They so. got they probably have this this expansion all figured out by now. That, no, but that's I mean, why I'm saying it's going to be if they're planning on the release date being that far out versus. Just giving. Otherwise, they could just yeah, do gonna straight yeah, content. Gonna be, for, they're going to feed us some something. We're baby birds. We're going to need something. If they're going to give us, they're going to keep us waiting that long. If they're adding a new class, I bet you it's going to be spring. Because yeah, it takes a long time to even kind of balance a class, and you'll need a, a pretty hefty beta period for that too. Yeah, yep. that's that's what I'm saying. That's why. Yeah. It, like if you hear the announcement is spring, then you can hope. That that would ha- that would be part of the announcement. We, That's yeah, why. they they also may tease some of the key features when they. They announce probably it. will. They yeah. probably will. 
just for maximum hype purposes. If there's a new class, I'll poop my pants, probably. And you won't give up on it forever? Probably, yeah. Because my favorite thing to do is to play the new class. So Until you make it your main? Yep. Yeah, I think... I think if the alternative is us waiting another 14 months without content, either we get a new expansion super early and, you know, then we can debate if they really supported Warlords as much as I we think they should have. Well, and that's a separate issue. But if the yeah. alternative is we have a bunch of Warlords with no content or we get another expansion sooner, obviously I want the expansion. But I, I, I don't like either option, really. Yeah, me neither. Because you also, you hate WoW right now, so. (laughs) Kinda. News, huh? Yeah, news. Surprise news. I just, I didn't even know, I just found out about this today. Oh, cool. Joe, are you also going to talk about how the console ban is listed, is lifted on Chinese consoles people? No. Yeah. Chinese people? That's cool. I was going to talk about Ouya, though. What happened to Ouya? Razer bought them. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. And on top of that, initially, um, word was out that uh, Razer was going to, since they bought Ouya, they weren't going to honor the, um, the like... Oh, I did hear about that. The dev deals that they were going to pay them, but now, I think, like, within the 24 hours of that announcement going out, they said... No, we're gonna we're gonna pay the dev, the devs the money that they had contracted with Ouya. Yep. Yes, I did hear about that part. I did. I missed the initial story about Razer buying them. Yep. Razer bought them, and like one of the reports said that a month earlier, Razer contacted one of the indie devs and said, "Yeah, we're not gonna pay you the money." Um. Mm. But now they are. Well, that's good. Yeah, it is good. I mean, I don't care about Ouya, but the whole Ouya thing with the that that fun that you're referring to, that whole thing was a shit show. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's it's really weird that Ouya is valuable enough to Razer that they're not only willing to buy them and like but honor the contract that Yeah, honor they like that paying them. Yeah, like incur that whole shitstorm. Like how like what does Ouya have that is so great? Nothing. I have nothing. Don't. Towerfall came to PC. I'm not referring to like obviously the like, game properties. None of their games are exclusive anymore. Like, so it really makes you wonder. There's got to be something else, something about the technology they developed, or like Razer just really wanted the ability to be able to name their buttons O U Y and A. Like, I don't. Like, there's something they obviously wanted something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, that's so weird. Ouya sucks. Yeah. Um... The Amazing Frog. So that was. That game's tight. So I had that. Um, Duck game. I had two more things. And then that was it. Maybe three. Mm. All right, maybe, maybe 100. All right. So Windows 10 was released today. Oh, shit, really? Yep, 29th. Oh, shh. Okay, cool. Um, Windows 10 Solitaire. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Has ads. And you have to pay either a monthly or yearly yeah, subscription. You subscribe fucking to fucking Windows Solitaire. Oh, who cares? Man. Is it playable on your Surface with touchscreen controls? Yeah, I do not know. 
one, please, if true. Sick. You, you don't have a Surface. I'll buy a Surface. But anyway, I just I, I just, just found play Solitaire that, on my phone anyways. I kind of found that awful. Cause that's that's hilarious. I I did see that out of context. It's just like ten dollars for like a ten like a twelve month subscription. Yeah, but still, it's like seriously, it's solitaire on Windows. Like, I if, don't. You don't need ads. They shouldn't. They shouldn't put ads in it. They should charge that if you don't pay the money, then the cards won't bounce all over the screen when you win. Oh, nice one. <laughs> that's that's worth a couple bucks a month yep. for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, and other Hire news, me, Microsoft. And other news. Uh, did you hear about Street Fighter Five? About how the beta was the ser- like the servers for the beta crashed so hard that they're just postponing it now. No, I didn't hear about that. Um, no. Mine was going to be about they announced that all updates are going to be free. Oh yeah, that old that old thing. And DLC can be earned in game. Yeah. So basically, they... basically they're breaking it out into you play the game, you earn in game money, or you can spend real cash to get Zenny, and then just spend that if you choose. Yeah, it's either it'll be like uh, it costs two thousand fight dollars or a thousand zenny, and you either buy the a thousand zenny with twenty bucks of real money, like you were just buying the pack. Yeah. So I mean, it seems like an improvement. Like that seems like there's no real downside to that. But at first glance, it looks really shitty. It looks like they're adding free to play nonsense to their full price game. Yeah. But if you really are like, oh, wait a minute, it's just, oh, so this stuff, you could just, this stuff, they, they would have charged for this stuff anyways, and now you just, like, if, if they're really just adding, like, character packs and stuff like that, that mm-hmm. you would ha- they would have charged for normally, and they're adding another way to do it, Yeah, then that's a, that's, and that's, that's, a that's surely what they good thing. Because they said last time we released, like, four DLC packs and blah, 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 they probably looked at how many people bought them and said that's not a, as much as we wanted to or something. So they changed it up. Hey, can I tell you that Zenny is my favorite fake currency? Zenny is a great fake currency. Yep. Yeah, it's what, pretty um, sweet. What, what, I mean, I, I know it best from uh, the Mega Man Battle Network games. Yeah. I know from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, are they called right. Zenny and, Are they called Zenny and Dragon Ball Z, too? At I least in so. the English dub, yeah. I wonder if that's like just a really funny coincidence. Maybe. My yeah, second favorite is Polka Dollars. Polka Dollars. I always which have no name. I always thought those were just yen. No, I don't think that's the symbol for yen, dude. It's not. I just when I first played that game in the third grade, I thought it was yen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Um. What's the currency that they use in Earthbound? Uh, that's American dollars. It's Eagle Land dollars. Sorry. It was the Eagle Land, the Bank of Eagle Land official minted dollars. Uh, so, Nick and Ryan, you both have played Diablo 3, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. How difficult is it to reach Paragon level 2000? I don't know. I've never. Um, even difficult? Paragon level one. It's not difficult, but it, ta- it would take you hundreds of hours. Because uh, there's one kid who did it. Good. You should tell me how he did it, and then, and then I'll never do it. And then I'll tell him about the f- the, the full and, f- and enriched life that I lived while he was doing that. Yeah, <laughs> Appa- yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Apparently, to go from hit from like 
2003 to 2004 Paragon level requires like enough experience to go to a lo- to from level one to a thousand. That's real dumb. Yeah, that's also virtually oh, uncalled actually, for. No, it's it's um to go from one to a thousand eleven and a half times is the equivalent to go to level two thousand. All right, so you're saying this guy played a lot of Diablo 3? Yep. All right, well, if that's a game that he wants to... I mean, we're talking about these speedrunners who play Super Monkey Ball for a thousand hours yeah. at a time. Yo, props to the really... people who play Super Monkey Ball and Yo, other... the guy... So this guy, I think it's yeah. the same guy who's running it this year. I don't know when it is. Yeah, that but if it's a guy who did it uh, in January for Awesome Games Done Quick, that guy rules. He was mm-hmm. doing crazy Monkey Ball stuff. But like okay, so like that guy playing Monkey Ball for a thousand hours, and this guy playing Diablo three for a thousand hours. I can't, you know, whatever. Yeah, I can't be. I can't really get too bent out of shape. To about each it. his own. No, I just, yeah, I no, just that, thought that guy should just reading, start playing Super Monkey Ball. Reading yeah, the statistics really, on that, it was just like, that's crazy. One to a thousand eleven times. Yeah, just yeah, because they added they added like a shitload more Paragon levels in a in a big patch at one point. Yep. They said like, oh, too many people are at cap, so boom, here's a super unrealistic, impossible amount of yeah, Paragon I think that, levels. That's probably what he's going for. Yeah, that's what they did. So like, they just said like, here they'll never ever get there. It's like how Bejeweled Two actually has a score cap because at a certain point the developers just said like. Yeah, we can't really. He's gonna. He's gonna like hit. these numbers. These numbers just have to stop calculating at this point. He's gonna and hit one, the new cap and just be like, uh, guys, you have to expand the uh, level cap, please. Like for one dude, I don't think so. Just like that one guy, some guy's dad just beat Bejeweled two by reaching the score cap because at a certain point they just stopped processing new numbers. Yeah. Uh, and then I had one last piece of news. I swear, just one last. Okay. Motherfucker. Alright, Fallout 4. You heard about that, right? Yeah. Yes. No, um, what's that? Did you hear... So, did you hear about the companion Codsworth? No. For the game? The Is he, like, the robot? Yeah. Is that the dog? It's the robot. No, that's dog. And so, in, oh. in the trailer or demo or whatever they gave, um, what people started to notice was that Mr. Codsworth actually says hello to the main character by name. And what, mm-hmm. and what Bethesda had done um, is they got... So the guy who does the voice is the guy who plays Garrett for a thief, which so probably no one knows his voice. Um, but he actually recorded about a thousand plus different... Oh, I heard... I did hear about that. ...unique names. Um... So if you choose one from the list and you play the game, you'll actually be called by that name. What? And they'll include they include things from like Mr. McFly, Miss Katniss, Mr. Boobies, and um, <laughs> Mr. Boobies, and uh, Mr. Fuckface. Really? Yep. <laughs> but it's only this robot who will say it. Yes, it is. Uh, to my knowledge, it's the robot when when the robot recognizes you and greets you by name, or refers to you. I guess probably throughout the game, he will call you by that name. Awesome! That sounds cool. Yeah, and they what did a- they did actual names too, like 
don't know, the examples were like Angela and Matthew and whatever name they gave the guy for the uh, demo. A to- I think it was Todd, because that was the guy. It's yeah, Todd something Howard like that. Of Bethesda. But yeah, that's a crazy thing. That that game is going to really be something else. Yeah, and it's it's cool that they actually got a voice actor to be like, they're just like, hey, can you record all of these for us? Do they give you like a grand total of how many names they actually recorded? Um, from a quote from Todd Howard, he during QuakeCon, he said that they had Stephen, the voice actor, record like. A thousand of the most popular names, like as well as a thousand, as great, well, as well as other things we find people like to name their characters, mm. like Mr. Boobies. Yep, that's so good. Oh man, that that game, that's that game's gonna be something. I don't know if I want it. Oh, they that's also gonna are gonna something. start doing a. Uh, they're gonna try and make it certain areas where you don't have to be so murdery. Supposedly. Oh, so they might they're gonna do choice better than infamous second son is what you're saying? Yeah, they're not gonna go like full passive, but they're gonna be like maybe maybe you like just beat them up and spare them or something, I don't know. But, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like it's they've done it before. I mean Skyrim has choice. You can kinda of choose what you want to do without them just saying like yeah, but you're evil now because you chose that. And you're like, I'm not evil. I just wanted to choose that. Like, no, you're evil. So yeah, I think that that might actually that might be really cool. Hey, so uh, China, right? You can <laughs> bu- you can buy consoles in China. Yeah. Because apparently, for the past 15 years, you couldn't buy a console in China. Yeah. You well, I mean, you could. No, you black market. You, no, you. Well, yeah, but you couldn't get on the internet or anything either. You're trying yeah. all about that black market. Let so, me tell oh, you, they really are bootlegging yeah. and black market. Um, so the, the crazy thing about this is, it's like this could be. It's a whole new market. It's a market with a lot of people in it, and obviously, there's some people who are going to keep their PCs because Chinese people love PC games because it's all they have. But it, which manufacturer of consoles? gets their shit together fast fast enough to get their talons into China. The Ooh, yeah. first person, the f- oh, yes, that's what Razer got, Ouya. They're going to put Ouya out in China, and it's all China's going to have, and everyone's going to buy it. Now, whoever, so basically, if Microsoft gets their the Xbox One localized in Chinese fast enough and <laughs> gets it out and gets it out there first, They're too then, slow to do that. <laughs> then yeah. China will become an Xbox One market. Nice. Because cool. unless everyone just says, fuck no, we don't even want consoles anymore. We're just going to play PC forever. Which but is I feel a possibility. Like, People could just be like, well, um, I go to internet cafes. Mm-hmm. So unless unless internet cafes are going to start buying consoles too. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah they, re- they really might. Yeah, actually, I could see it. I could see it really just not taking off really, as well as well as they expected. Well, not as well as I don't think I don't know if anyone has any expectations, but 
Yeah, I could I could actually now that I'm thinking about it, really see people just being like, No, we're good. <laughs> we're good with PC. But I also think that, you know, there's gonna be a lot of people who buy there's gonna be a lot of people who buy the first console that comes out there regardless of what it is. Yeah. And then that just becomes like, Well, I got an Xbox now, so that's well yeah my thing. You are right. Whoever gets the console out there first, their sales are gonna skyrocket. Just, there's a chance that there's going to be, and then a lot of those people will say like, "Well, I already have the console. Like, I, I just play Xbox games now. This is my life." And if Sony comes out with a PS4, they'd be like, "Well, I already bought an Xbox. I don't want to get a PS4 too. I'm Chinese." Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Mm. And then we have, you also have to figure out how much those consoles are supposed to cost because that's a big fucked up thing in uh, in other countries. Yeah. It's yeah. like how in the UK, a console that costs $400 here will cost 400 British Royal Pounds. I think it's even worse in, like, Brazil. Oh, it's, uh, I heard that's, like, where it's the, at its worst. Like, some guy Like, I if saw, you converted it back to USD, it's, like... Twice. Eight, it's, like, almost $1,000. Yeah. I, th- I think a guy paid 1500 bucks for a PS4 in Brazil. I think I heard something similar to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Like I said, it's in other countries. It's a big thing. It's like figuring out how much. So they like figure out exactly how much these things will cost that they'll sell. Like even if they take a little, like a little bit of a hit, mm-hmm. they could really establish a good market in China. And there's a lot of people in China, and they they stand to make even like even more money. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not. I don't work for Microsoft yet, so I don't know. Um, I don't know how that's going to go. This is just my pre-suggestion for what they should do. I'm just saying, just like I was telling about the whole solitaire thing, I'm just saying. Um, I was going to tell you guys about the free games that are coming out in August, but no, we don't no. have time. No, I'll mention it when it's August and then somebody cares. Yeah. Cool. Good um, plan. All right. Okay. This podcast is over. It's done. That's it. Bye. Um, oh. com. It's a website. Just and a uh, YouTube channel. No. And yes. a Twitter feed. And a Vine account. Yep. Uh, you can send us questions to questions at bearversusman.com. You can also send us other things that, to that same email address. And yeah. a Tumblr. We do we not have, have a Tumblr. Do we have an Instagram? Yeah, but it's not. so mad about and that. An Instagram. It, it doesn't. It doesn't have anything on it. So, so, so don't go there. Follow our Instagram. Don't go there. Uh, 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 yeah. That's that's it. We got it all. That's it. Podcast over. Later. See ya.